0: Headed to Eldora, the Rocket House car just might be the one to watch for the Lucas title. We'll dive into their season and their incredible numbers at Eldora this year. Plus, who are the most popular World of Outlaws drivers? We'll talk about that. Uh, Davenport Speedway, not dead yet, and more. Let's go. It's Wednesday, October 18th. I'm Justin Fiedler. This is Dirt Tracker Daily. The 2023 season may be winding down for a few tracks, but BAPS Motor Speedway in central Pennsylvania is ready to give fans and drivers a banger to close out the year. BAPS has announced its largest payout in track history with the Les Stewart Sprint Showdown coming up on Saturday, November 11th. Paying $25,000 to win and $1,325 to start, there's also another over $4,000 available in additional lap money and contingency awards. The overall purse is well over $85,000. The BAP Sprint Showdown is the last chance for fans and race teams to get on the dirt and show off before the gates close on 2023. It's also an event that has traditionally attracted sanctioned drivers who may not be able to race in PA during the regular season due to contract obligations and scheduling conflicts. Past winners include Brent Marks, Danny Dietrich, Freddie Raymer, and Jacob Allen. If you'd like to be there right now uh, for a short time, BAPS is offering fans the opportunity to purchase one adult general admission ticket with the second adult ticket $5 off. Just go to BAPSmotorspeedway.com to find the Sprint Showdown event link or contact the Speedway directly. As always, there's free camping, free parking, and plenty of high-backed grandstand seating available on the front stretch. So grab your tickets soon. Let them know you heard about it here on Dirt Tracker Daily. I appreciate Bop's support of this show. I don't know if you've seen it, but the Word of Outlaws are currently running most popular driver fan votes at the moment. It's just reserved for their full-time guys are doing it on the Sprint Car side and the late model side. And the current results are kind of interesting. After you vote, you can see who's got the highest percentages. But things are very different from the Sprint Car side to the late model one. On the Sprint Car side, three drivers have double-digit percentages at the moment. They are Logan Schuhart in third. He's got 10% of the vote. David Gravel in second, 21% of the vote. And then uh, Sheldon Hoddenshield leads 32% of the vote. Not really shocked by any of those numbers. Uh, and as we get closer to a potential split in the Sprint Car world, the important people might be taking a look to see, uh, this, uh, to see who they should be attracting to their series for 2024. When you look at some of these drivers on Google Trends, Sweet and Gravel are actually much higher than Sheldon uh, over the past year, which I think could probably be attributed to performance this season, plus Brad Sweet's involvement in High Limit. On an interesting uh, note here as well, Rico Abreu seems to top all of them via trends. On the late model side, though, I think we've had a bit of ballot stuffing. Todd Cooney has somehow garnered nearly half the vote at 46%, 14th in the standings, just a single top 10 all season. Uh, Makes me think the rest of the late model fan base might be asleep at the wheel here. If you want to check out the voting for yourself, uh, there are links to both sets on the Outlaw social media channels. Uh, drop me a comment. Let me know what you think about the results. Uh, in the lead up to this uh, weekend's Dirt Track World Championship at Eldora and the Lucas Chase finale, we've been spotlighting the four contenders this week. And if you've noticed, we've been working up through the standings. So we started with Devin Moran in fourth. Uh, today, uh, we're up to Hudson O'Neill in second. Yesterday, we talked about Jonathan Davenport in third. Uh, O'Neill is still in his first full season as the Rocket chassis uh, house car driver. Uh, he took over late in 2022 for the departing brandon shepherd mark richards came calling for o'neill who was driving at the time for double down motorsports uh, to become the next in a very solid line of highly successful house car pilots it took a little bit of time for rocket to find their footing in 2023 as we documented on this show i also think it's funny some of those uh shows and some of the youtube shorts and tiktoks that we posted from back then people are now coming back to later and commenting on them now like see what happened to the rocket house car Uh, So you wait six months and then come back later. I love it. It's super hilarious. Uh, By the latter part of East Bay, though, they had kind of started to get things to fall in place. Uh, They ended up winning three straight and having a five straight Lucas top two finishes uh, into the month of May. From there, they've been very strong all season. And while Ricky Thornton Jr. has continued on his absolute tear, Huddy's grip on second place in the Lucas standings has never been in doubt. In series action, he heads to Eldora this week uh, with six wins in 53 races. He's got 31, top, uh, 31 at top fives, excuse me, and 43 top tens. He's also very much in the fight with the flow series as well. He trails points that are Bobby Pierce over there by just a few headed to the season's final weekend. It's not outside the realm of possibility that he could win two championships this season. Looking at his whole 2023 campaign, 15 wins in 88 races with 72 total top 10s. That is across Lucas, the Outlaws, the Flow Series, XR, and all the other stuff they've done. As we talked about a few weeks ago, O'Neal should get decently close to a million dollars in earnings this season. As for his chances on Saturday night at the Dirt Track World Championship, I'd put him pretty close second to Jonathan Davenport. JD, I think, is clearly the favorite uh, favorite based on recent history, but O'Neal and The Rocket One have been very good at Eldora this year between the two Crown Jewel weekends. In six feature events, that includes the four prelim nights and the two big shows at the World and the Dream, O'Neal has led laps in five of them. He had a win and a second before finishing seventh at the Dream in June, and leading into his Incredible World 100 victory just a little over a month ago, he could have easily sl- uh, swept that entire weekend. He won the first prelim show and was out front in the second before he had issues. And we haven't seen many drivers track down Davenport at Eldora in a crown jewel and drive by him for the win, but that's exactly what O'Neill did during the world. They've also got some added momentum on their side coming off their recent Flow Series win at Tri-County. O'Neal is a multi-time crown jewel winner already at just 23 years old, so this moment won't be too big for him. And he's got one of the most successful dirt laminal teams in the history of the sport behind him. These guys will definitely be in the mix on Saturday night. Drop me a comment. Let me know your thoughts on the Rocket house car and Hudson O'Neill coming into the Lucas season finale with this championship on the line. I do have some more racetrack news for you today. We've already talked about the futures this week for Devil's Bowl and Fremont, and now we have at least some indication on the future of Davenport Speedway in Iowa. Yesterday, the Mississippi Valley Fairgrounds, which own the racetrack, posted to their Facebook page that they have found new promoters for 2024. They said Friday Night Lights will be back along with their special events. No further details were provided. We don't know at this moment who the promoters are, but we should know more in the coming months. Uh, If you might remember back to late August, following the World of Outlaws lay model weekend at Davenport, Ricky and Brenda Kay ended their their multi-year run as promoters of the facility. At the time, they said they wanted to spend more time with their grandchildren, but there's been rumors and chatter of clashes with the fair board, and that seemed to have played a role in their departure. Hopefully the new promoters have better luck in that department. Davenport has provided some great racing. Uh, It's nice to hear we won't be losing it. We'll keep you posted on future details and what's to come for the racetrack. Uh, Just a quick note, I had a DM yesterday from sprint car driver AJ Flick. Uh, He said he recently realized he had to subscribe again to my show and that YouTube had removed some of his subscriptions. Might not be a bad idea if you've already subscribed in the past to just make sure you're still subscribed yourself. I certainly appreciate AJ giving me the heads up about the situation. Uh, looking around the other dirt racing shows this week, Wing Nation has Sam Haferteep, Danny Smith, and James McFadden. Passing Points has Brian Holbert. Dirt Tracks and Rib Racks has Eddie Tafoya. Hoogies Garage has Kenny Jacobs and Zeb Wise. Do Much on Dirt has Dave Dusick, And Non-Wing Worldwide has the legend Dave Darlin. There are also new episodes of The Dirt Reporters, The Dirt Nerds, Dirt Track Confessions, and Dirt Track Weekly. Also joining the podcast page this week is the Across the Groove show. The Cross Brothers have guests and uh, talk dirt racing out in California. To see all of these shows, all of the episodes, links to everything, head over to dirttracker.com slash podcasts. That's it for the show today. The streaming schedule is just the 24-7 channel uh, channels and micros from Millbridge tonight on Dirt Vision. You can see that schedule over at dirttracker.com slash watch tonight. Hope you guys have a great Wednesday out there. We'll see you right back here tomorrow.